I'm gonna wear my clan shirt tomorrow. You gonna be wearing your clan shirt tomorrow? I also spoke with God, and he told me you're a huge shithead. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am once again your host, Brian Beckner. Stoked you are here joining us, being part of our Baller Lifestyle family for episode 85 of the show. As always, I give you the ways that you can contact. We like to interact. We like to do it with you guys. We want to hear from you. We want to hear what you like, what you dislike. We want to hear you make fun of us. We want to hear you praise us. And the way you can do that at this point is to send us an email. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. You can also, if you really, if you really feel like you have something to say and you feel like it's so good that I'm going to want to play it as part of the show, your voice, you can do that. You can call us on the phone and you can leave us a voicemail. The telephone number for that is 949-464-TBLS. And of course, I implore you to like us on Facebook, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook, and subscribe to the show on iTunes, rate the show, review the show, do everything you can to help us promote the show. We appreciate it. Uh, joining me now, as always, is my dear, dear friend, co-host of the program, Ed Daly. Ed, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Um, I have a, uh, a funny little exchange this weekend that I'm... I- Pretty confident in your your view on it, but uh, Mich- I'll, I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. First of all, I'll be the judge of its funniness. Two, I hope it involves a homeless, a member of the Ho- Hoboken homeless. You know, I did pass that guy a couple days ago. He's still around. That's good. Oh no, he's still he's still kicking around. Like it's been a while, and I saw this motherfucker was drinking Bud Heavies. Ah, uh, yes. You know, like. I, I've dealt with a lot of shame. A lot of people have weighed in on my shame. And he's drinking Bud Heavies. Like, I mean, what, what did I give him? Natty Ice? Natty Light? Something? Natty's an Anheuser-Busch product. Yeah, I mean, I mean we, we are really splitting hairs here. If this guy, that is, That's not far off. Like, if you're, if you're willing to drink Budweiser, you're willing to drink Natural Light or Natural Heavy or Natural Ice, any of the above. And somebody must have bankrolled him because I saw he had two, two – and these were the pounders. He had two full ones right by his feet and one he was drinking. And this 24 was, ounces. Oh, that somebody bought him the three-pack. I don't know what's going on, but like he had a substantial supply of Bud Heavies and didn't seem to be poo-pooing it. He was just pounding it in the sun, and it is, it is like goddamn Vietnam around here. It is 90 degrees and oh, yeah. 80% humidity. It's disgusting humid. right now. You guys keep it humid. Yeah, really, really gross. So humid. Really gross. Uh, but anyway, my, my, my situation was this weekend... Um, I mean, I, I assume it came out a while ago. An invitation. One of Michelle's friends' uh, children was having a first birthday party, and uh, 
They, so Michelle's taking the kids, but that, and then you're going to go do something to, by yourself. That was that was the understanding, and uh, you know my my lovely wife understood that. But she didn't she didn't ask me to come. She just said, "Oh, I got to take the kids to the party." And good for and no, her. That was fun. Hero. Yeah, I'm a fan. But then uh, I had some stuff to do with the car, and her this uh, this friend was not like in Hoboken, so I had to drop them off. And as I'm dropping her off. She goes, okay, so what, what reason am I supposed to give uh, for you not being here? And I was like, oh. it's a one-year-old birthday party. And yeah, right. she's like, yeah, but, you know, come on. What, what am I supposed to say? Right. And I just repeated, yeah. like, it's a one-year-old birthday party right. of your friend. Yeah. And, like, that, you know, I'm not, it's, I'm, it, if it's your child or if it's like maybe a close friend or like a you know right. a sister or something where they have a 1 year old and like you're involved in their life like no. Michelle's friend having a 1 year old birthday party like no mm, no I don't I I prefer you don't give an excuse like I these, I hope these, it's understood that of course I wouldn't go to course, this party of course the these parties in general are they're an epidemic yeah these these people people celebrate their children to a a high degree and they expect you to celebrate them them the same and of, of course yeah what what how come my husband's not here because it's a little kid's birthday he's, right. he's got shit to do yeah he, he doesn't have a saturday to waste it's that's a that's a one parent affair yeah and i i like i even if i had nothing to do like i don't yeah i mean of course not if i was just literally staring at, at the paint watching the paint dry that's that's more productive than going to a, a one-year-old birthday party. Any, well, anything is more to do. Like doing anything else yeah, anything. is more important. Yeah, breathing. Literally anything breathing. else. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, Absolutely. So, it's a little, but I, it's a you little know, time to yourself. I'm, I'm, you know, it's like every time I'm just so pleased and proud of my wife. She just – she understood. I was, Of course I wasn't going to it. But she still like threw that in there. Like, well, what reason? It was like, what, what exactly are you asking me? Like reason? I I felt yeah. like uh uh you know Paul Dooley in uh in breaking away when when it, the guy asked for a refund like refund refund I was just I was just going reason reason what what reason I, I was just I just I I don't know something popped on the TV and I it was like a clip like just a short like snippet from breaking away and I I, I had to I so good. Remarked to Fancy Sauce. I'm like, our very own Baller Lifestyle's very own pop culture correspondent. Yeah. I, I said to Fancy Sauce, I go, Fancy, you've seen Breaking Away, right? And she's like, What? Oh, no. No. Is that like a cycling movie? No. No, I've never seen that. And she's, she's not interested in seeing it at all. I'm like, Kelly Leak, Dennis Quaid, uh, the, the voice of Wonder the, Years? Right, the yeah, the guy Daniel Stern, the guy that pretended to be French, like or Italian, yeah, both, like, both, yes, both. Uh, I mean, such a good. And when he was uh, he was DiCaprio's brother in uh, Django. Oh, oh, was he? Yeah, that was Dennis Christopher. But oh, unbelievable! Wow, what recall? But uh, but like, I don't give a shit about cycling or you know Mm-mm. Bloomington, Indiana. But that movie is one of the underrated gems. Like it's just I didn't, it's great. I didn't realize that the little five hundred was 
a real thing. <laughs> I I interned with a guy who went to Indiana. And I was like, yeah. and I remember asking him, like, is that a real thing? He's like, oh, it is the best drinking weekend in college. Like, it's right at the end of the school year. And so everybody, like, it's it's the party. I guess it's the equivalent is when I went to Maryland, like, we went to Preakness at the end of the school year. Right. And I think it's the same type of thing. Like, they had this event, and, like, everybody just showed up and had, like, week-long parties. Yeah, so that's a big deal. But it, yeah, I saw a, I saw a documentary style thing about it on TV once, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I had I thought this was just made up for the movie. I didn't realize it was an actual event. Yeah, the Cutters. That's a Cutters. That's a, that's a that's such a good movie. Very good movie. Uh, yeah, I might force Fancy Sauce to watch it. Uh, Ed, have you checked out a viewing recommendation from me? What do you have you checked out Narcos? Oh, is that Escobar? Yeah, I have it. It's a Netflix show, right? I, it's Netflix. I saw it, but I have it, not checked it out yet. It it just this is how the cool kids say it. Ed. Dropped. It just dropped. <laughs> just dropped, dropped this weekend. And I feel like already people, and it's just like anything. Already people are talking shit about it. It's oh, like narrated. It's not exactly uh, realistic or some of that. Well, shit. no, I think that the pe- that's the that's the people's complaint about it is they're like it's like a Wikipedia. It's like reading Pablo Escobar's Wikipedia. Yeah, it's telling a story that none of us know, which is which is the whole point of filmmaking. Yeah, I, lo- I love that stuff. I mean, I I read yeah. I read Killing Pablo, and I can remember like same, same here. I can remember three details from the book. I remember liking it at the time, but like at the same time, I could watch it. I could watch stuff about it. Yeah, I'd like, exactly. I'd like it's 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 super. It's a great watch. It's you're into it. It's very informative and interesting. And the guy that plays S. Do I know anybody of, in it, or is it you don't know? Anyone in it? Let me think. Oh, okay. You know who's in it? Yeah. The guy... Hold on, nerds. He played, like, the Red Viper or something... The something Viper. He was on Game of Thrones. Oh, the guy who got his he, skull crushed? Yeah, he got his eyes gouged oh, out yeah, and yeah, his yeah. skull crushed. He fights with um, I know, a spear. I know yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's in it. All right. And he does a great job. Everybody in it's great. The guy that plays Pablo Escobar is very charismatic and I have to it's I have like, to imagine there's plenty of Colombian Yes. Poon. Yes. There's a lot of and I remarked on this last night, and there's this could be a detail for me. There's a lot of upright sex. Hmm. Which do, which never happens in real life. Like people in real life do not fuck standing up. Occasionally it may happen, you're in a bathroom, you're you know, something happens. I think I've tried it on one, maybe two occasions. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't have the forearms. I don't have the right. the biceps yes. for that kind of yes. work. Like, yes. even if we're it's dealing cool. with, even we're, if we're dealing with a very dainty hundred pounder, like right. you ask yes. somebody to just do hundred pound curls for a while, like you're going to get tired of as shit. It's a lot of work. There, there, I believe I'm, I'm only through episode two, so nobody spoil it for me. But uh, the I believe on episode two there were three upright sex scenes in a row. Oh, three th- back to back to back. Stand up. What do you, th- or what do you sitting think the up? writers? What, what do you think the writer or di- maybe this is a director's game? Like what? I mean, how can you be into that scene? It's well. It's kind of like it's kind of like on your favorite show, Entourage, <laughs> where there it was. It's been noted 
that oftentimes the sex on that show was always girl on top, reverse cowgirl style, because that's the best way to get a look at what, what the girl's dealing with, what she's, what she's got to show. Okay, all right. So even though people in real life don't have sex that way as much, in the movies, if you want to... You, you want to show off a woman you got to have her sit up a little bit because if she's just laying there on her back right we're seeing a whole lot of dude yeah exactly okay it's all dude all right so yeah recommendation watch narcos i like it i happen to be enjoying it i'm only two episodes in um but i've 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 enjoyed both episodes so far check it out yeah okay ed let's get into some email Uh, this one's this one is from Rights of Bill, our own Rights of Bill, gents and fancy as a hashtag team current episode hashtag team every episode that's our boy hashtag first team TBL listener. I've got to hey, thank hey, you for I, yes? I I don't remember posting a team. Well, I mean I'm I'm very pleased that he's. He's, he's announced himself yeah, as mean, he's on the first team. Yeah, like you, that's not how the voting works. You, you know, the Associated Press has to get involved. That's right. That's right. We need <laughs> we need the writers involved. I appreciate like the it. first two hashtags. Second, third one, like let's let's you know we might need a, a panel to. He's announced himself as a candidate. That, that could be that could be some sort of contest down the road. Yeah, I was just thinking that too. Hashtag first team TBL listener. I've got to thank you all for the guidance you've shared in these weeks, no months, no years. Well, I would like to give a couple of submissions for closeted gay terms and see what you think. <laughs> okay, you ready, Ed? I love these. As for people that aren't team every episode, like writes a bill, Ed has, has a, a wealth, a catalog in his head of these sort of older, <laughs> these archaic, softened terms for homosexual men. A early botanist comes to mind. Midnight botanist, right? Midnight, well, midnight botanist. Up da- That's upside it. down chimney sweep. <laughs> um, by the way, I just want to point out, and I'm, I'm sorry I forget which one, but my buddy and I were discussing, and... Owns Troy on DVD, which was suggested last week, is already among the great ones. It's pretty good. It's so it's good. Because no straight man would own Of course it. Like, not. if somebody... You don't go you Brad Pitt, into, Sword and Sandals. You don't do that. If you walked into someone's home and you <laughs> saw his DVD collection and one of, one of the selections was <laughs> Troy... It really is so revealing. It really, it really says a lot about the person. Okay, here's rights of bills. First one, uses designer hangers. <laughs> That's good. Corresponds via parchment paper <laughs> or comfortable playing keytar. I, I feel like all three of those pretty are, good, but are... Keytar, yes. uh, the first, no the first two are fantastic. Yeah. The keytar, I, all I can think of, it, that was like something from like Josie and the Pussycats, right? Like, and, does anyone... In the 80s. Like, people... Yeah, maybe like uh, what's a uh, flock of seagulls kind of stuff, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, the 80s were, were really a gay decade. Yeah, the 80s. And the thing about the 80s is that everything that people look 
back on from the 80s with nostalgia is all the worst parts of the 80s. So if someone says, oh, we got to go to this bar on Friday night, there's a really good 80s band playing. I'm not going to want to go. It's just Spando Ballet, right? Yeah, it's like Duran Duran. It's all the shit I fucking hated the first time around. I don't want to hear that again. Everything that people reminisce about yeah, from the were, 80s if it were are Remo all the Williams, worst parts. If it were Remo Williams night, exactly. then I'm on board. That's exactly right. Yes, of course. Of course. But people, people don't reminisce about the cool things. There's no nostalgia for the things that were great about the 80s. There's only nostalgia for things that were shitty about the 80s. Rights of Bill finishes... Keep up the great work. Talk to you soon. That's at Rights of Bill. Thanks. Thanks. Rights B- of Bill. Bill, those Bill, are those are definitely going in the rotation. Yeah, definitely. Those, Designer those ha- hangers and parchment paper. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't realize there were such things as designer hangers, but I, I don't, I'm happy I don't, to know that. I now. don't either. I use the plastic ones. Yeah, I get the uh, like the bulk Target one. Yeah, like yeah, yeah like same thirty plastic hangers but that's exactly and right. parchment paper i feel like that's for john adams and uh you know men who uh are, yeah people that write with quills yeah yeah and wear wigs yeah very delicate uh, okay delicate guys very delicate Del- guys with delicate handshakes okay ed it is time this is a sports talk show it is time to talk sports let's get into some sports topics what is going on in the world of sports Well, Brian, our, our fir- first story hits home in a big way. Uh, I know a close personal friend yes. of yours and a man who shares the finest last name in all of the land with your co-host right. fell ill this past weekend. Golfer John Daly was playing in a tournament in Mississippi this weekend when he collapsed on the 18th tee. The hard-living golfer was rushed to the hospital and diagnosed with a collapsed lung. Golfing partner Will Dotley said Daly had no pulse and wasn't breathing for three minutes. The collapsed lung was blamed on rib issues and very, very fitting for Mr. Grippet and Rippet. Uh, the fact that his hand was heavily taped apparently uh, changed his swing and that was aggravating his ribs, which aggravated his lung. Um, of course, uh, Daly was back on the course bright and early the next morning with an ugly pair of shorts and smoking heaters. Brian, how have you been handling this emotional roller coaster of nearly losing a close friend and national treasure? I may have to reach out to my dear, dear friend, John Daly. Because it's well is, established. Like, he's yeah. your guy. Well, anyone that follows me on Instagram would know that I happen to be a close personal friend evidenced by the picture we took one time in Costco together. Mm. Um, I, I'm going to have to reach out. I th- although I am, and I'm not a doctor. I don't have a medical degree. I went to Long Beach State. I have a degree in journalism. I don't know anything about medicine. But I don't think Where, where does the hurting How about taping your wrists? Does that lead to collapsed lungs? I don't think an injured wrist <laughs> even even if it changed your golf swing severely, I don't think that would collapse your lung no, after playing nothing, of golf. Nothing to do with his living over the last 20 years? I'm thinking that this may be um, a heart, and God forbid, 
I hope my man goes and gets checked out because like I said, we're close friends. I'm going to reach out maybe tonight or tomorrow. I might reach out to my close personal friend, John Daly, because I feel like this might be a misdiagnosed or undiagnosed heart ailment that he should probably get looked at. And the, according to the story, he was unconscious for three minutes with no pulse. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you're not breathing for three minutes, I don't. I, I think maybe we can't trust his friend for actual <laughs> details. I, I don't agree. I don't. I don't know much about medicine, but I'm pretty sure you have to breathe over the course of it, three minutes. Breathing is very, very important to living. Like I said, I don't have a medical degree, but I'm pretty sure breathing is like one of the five most important things you can do. So hang on, are you? Just, I just want to know: Are you going on the record saying Will Dotley is maybe not so accurate and m- <laughs> may have had impaired judgment? I'm just guessing that he might not. He, like me, doesn't have John Daly's best interests in mind. And I'm wondering if maybe because a, a, this was a serious situation, a woman had to come from the gap. Apparently, there were people watching John Daly play golf in Mississippi in the summer. Yeah, it wasn't like a big tournament. It was just him playing with a guy, right? Yeah, no, I think he was playing a tournament, but, but it was it like a, a low rent tournament. tournament. Yeah, I don't think he plays not for money, but I don't know. I'll, I'll have to ask him next time I talk to him. But he, the the a nurse had to be like, is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> yeah. And somebody had to run from the gallery, and she started performing CPR on him. I think that might have been what the collapsed lung resulted from because he was being worked on because he was near death. But luckily, Ed, he was back out on the course the next day smoking yeah, cigarettes and swinging the club. He was hacking lung darts. <laughs> yeah. The guy is a hero. Good dude. Friendly guy. Super nice guy. I met him. Booked him on my dear friend Travis Rogers' radio show. Really, really, really cool guy. He's one of those guys that you just you, you root for. So hopefully everything's okay with John. Uh, he's he's uh, he's one of a kind, and he's about to turn fifty, Ed, Ooh. which means he gets to play on the Champions Tour. Wow! Well, which means he can go out there and smoke all those old guys. Of course, yeah, he'll destroy. They, they, you always you always hear the guys who are on the Senior Tour that first couple right. of years. Yeah, no matter who right. it is, they just dis- destroy it. Right. Well, they only play from they only play three rounds. And they play from the ladies' tees. Oh my God, John Daly could have holes in one on, yeah. on yes. like yes. par fives. I mean, I don't know that he's that good a golfer, but <laughs> he might win a couple. So, good. John Daly, well, buddy, hey, I'm going to send you a text. I know, I yeah, know, gonna... I know he's a close personal friend, so just you know, give him my best as well. I will. I will. I say, hey, I'm rooting for you, and there's another. Daly here rooting for. I'm, I'm actually going to send that text as soon as the show's over. By the way, Man, good, good idea. Okay, Ed, what else besides our dear friend John Daly, what else is going on in the world of sports? Former assistant vice president of the Boaz Alabama cheerleading team, Brian McCracken, was forced to resign from his post after he and his pal Brian McDowell were spotted at cheerleading practice wearing KKK shirts. McCracken wore a shirt with a white hooded guy and the phrase, the original boys in the hood, while McDowell went with the subtle shirt that just says white power in bold letters across the front. McCracken isn't the only person no longer affiliated with the kids' cheerleading squad. Volunteer coach Kaylee Tipton, the woman who reported the racist shirts to the commissioner of the North Alabama Youth Football and Cheerleading League, 
also got the hook. The thing is, the woman who took the complaint was Melinda McCracken, Brian McCracken's wife. <laughs> McCracken and the commissioner relieved Tipton of her duties and said that several parents were upset by T- Tipton's actions and everyone would be more comfortable if she was gone as well. Brian, what's the most jarring part of the story? That there's a massive hierarchy for youth cheerleading in Boaz, Alabama? That there are grown men watching five-year-olds practice cheering? Or that there's a non-racist woman in Alabama who's trying to bring the heart of Dixie into the 21st century? That's pretty shocking. I mean, geez, well, she had a conscience. She was. She seemed like she really cared about people and kids. Yeah, what's she doing in Alabama? I, I like that we go from a Mississippi story to an Alabama story. Yeah. Um, I couple things. One, this brings up the the big quandary that I always have between, and we talked about this last week. What is my favorite? <laughs> Do I prefer casual? Accidental versus intentional overt racism. I, I advise so anyone hard. anyone to Google this because this to say this is intentional would be an understatement. The the shirts these guys are wearing, like it was like they posed for Instagram pictures, like hey, look at us, Ed, Ed. It's two Southern cheerleading shitheads. Beaming with pride. So proud of themselves. Over their clan t-shirts. Like they're they're sporting. (laughs) Like what are the odds that two dudes would accidentally wear their only Ku Klux Klan t-shirts on the same day? (laughs) You either have to plan, like, hey, you wearing your clan shirt tomorrow? I'm gonna wear my clan shirt tomorrow. You gonna be wearing your clan shirt tomorrow? Or you have so many clan shirts that it's just it just happens that you occasionally wear you both wear your clan shirt on the same day. Yeah. And they also happen to be both named Brian with an Irish last name. Hey. Right. <laughs> hey, can we be the whitest sounding guys on earth? Yes. Brian the McCracken, South. Brian McDowell, KKK. Yeah, M- McCracken, that's like cracker. Yeah. 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 Guys, like you're it's 2015. Let's just try to pretend like like let's not get our picture taken in our clan shirts while while we're adult male cheerleading coaches. And not not accidentally. Like let's not pose like yes. proudly <laughs> chest to chest like hey, he's got the white power. I've got the original boys in the hood shirt on. Yeah. Like just wear your clan robes. <laughs> right. At that like, point, what you know, at least you'd be covering your face. Because <laughs> Good point. Right? Like at this point, you you you're just the most out and out racist possible. It's pretty shocking even for Alabama, although maybe not. I mean, there's still some yeah. very backwards I w- I would advise places in this country. Kaylee Tipton, like Instead of reporting it, what you're supposed to do is move. Yeah, you got to leave. You got to leave that place not, now. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I, I I know somebody's got to bring about change, but Kaylee Tipton, you're not one. Just 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 go elsewhere. Like it's it's not going to change. No, there's no. It's not. You're not living in the right place, Kaylee. Okay, Ed. What else is happening in the world of sports? What? All do right. we need to know about Seattle Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson, the NFL version of Kurt Schilling, 
was featured in Rolling Stone recently. During the interview, the man who says he was told by God to never take the F train with girlfriend Ciara was busy extolling the virtues of Reliant Recovery Water, which is carbonated water containing electrolytes, that uh, Wilson just happens to be an investor. Wilson bragged that a teammate's knee miraculously healed after drinking the $3 uh, bottle of water, and the drink even healed a concussion Wilson suffered in the NFC Championship game against Green Bay last year. It was the water. When met with skepticism from the interviewer, Wilson insisted it was the water. When league and team officials got involved to clarify his use of the word concussion, since it's such a dirty word, Wilson apologized the next day by saying he didn't have a concussion. The water prevented the concussion altogether. Of course. Brian, should Russell Wilson be the most hated man in America or just the NFL at this point? He is so the worst. Also, did he, I mean, I'm pretty sure I saw the last five minutes of that game and he was still in there. Yeah. He played the whole game. So if he were concussed, he would have had to leave the game. Also, he's a guy that's saying that water protected him from having a brain injury. No, no, no. Carbonated water. Come on. Big, Carb- big, right. big difference. With electrolytes. Isn't electrolytes just sodium? Yeah. It's like, there's not. Salt, salty, carbonated water. You said water. Come on. Right. He's not an idiot. I mean, drinking water is a good idea. And I like, I like that some marketing douche has, has coined the term nano bubbles uh, His, the, what, this water that he's marketing it's good for you because it has nano bubbles that sounds really you, douchey yeah super douchey this guy's the worst i really really dislike him and you know it's it's one of those oddly satisfying things to see these stories leak out because i just don't know what it was but i hated him from minute one and like yeah. it, this off season has been glorious. Like there is there there is there are so many reasons to hate him, or there are I, ample reasons to hate him now. I see. I didn't hate him when he transferred from North Carolina State to Wisconsin. Yeah, he got a raw deal from the NC State coach. He was like, Whoa. "Yeah, oh, did he? Yeah." The reason why he transferred is because the NC State coach goes, "Oh, instead of spring football, you want to try minor league baseball?" Yeah. Well, sorry. We don't have that on our team. Like only one sport athletes, and so he's like, "All right, I'm I'm going to." Because uh, he said, "You're not yeah, you're he, not going to be the starter in the fall." So he's like, "All right, I'll just find somewhere else." Yeah, he he had graduated, right? So he just needed to go. He could go anywhere else and just take one class. And he was he was a baseball player, and I was like, "This guy's a fucking pretty cool guy," you know? Like he's trying he's trying to make his way, and then he had a good season in Wisconsin, got drafted. But really, he's become such a fucking douchebag. And I blame that Pete Carroll guy. Pete, nice. Pete Carroll. Chewing that, chewing that gum. He chews that gum. And he, he always did this at USC where he'd have his guy, like his, his, his buddy. Like whoever he anointed the guy was suddenly could do no wrong. You couldn't say anything bad about him in the press. Nothing could happen. And... And he would sort of protect that person. And now he's doing it with this Russell Wilson guy. Huge douche. Yeah. Also, like, what kind of man? You get a woman. You're a man. You're an adult. You're in a relationship. And you announce that you will not be having sex with the woman who loves you? Because why? 
because your God told you not to? Yeah. I I also spoke with God, and he told me you're a huge shithead. Agreed. Right? right? I mean, yes. we, can just, yes. we can just claim we talked to God. Like, everybody should just tell him what God said. God told me to enjoy myself, yeah. and I enjoy the fuck out right. of it. Ed, let's talk about stuff that's happening. Oh, wait. Not. Oh, wait. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. What, you have more? I just thought of uh um Oh no. No no no. Russell Wilson. We were going back to Russell Wilson. Oh yeah, yeah. I was thinking a new commercial idea for us. Oh, okay. He drinks all the recovery water he wants, and you and I take turns with aluminum bats hitting him in the head, see if it can prevent a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see if it builds like a like a, a big like bubble helmet. Yeah. That's a good idea. Right? I mean, hey, listen, if this is magic water, that would be probably the best ad ever. So, like, if Recovery Water wants to sponsor us, like, I think that would be really cool. Magic water. Like, I'm in. Like, I want to be, like, um, who's that? 50 Cent. Yeah. Curtis Jackson. Yeah. Like, Tons of dough. Vitamin water's like, hey, we'll give you 10% of the company if you just say this shit's good. Next thing you know, they sell the company for a billion dollars mm-hmm. to Coca-Cola. Like, that's, that's a place you want to be. So good for Russell Wilson, but he's still a douche. Yeah. Okay, um, Ed. Non-sports. Okay. Mexican man says his 19-inch penis is too big to work. (laughs) It takes a big man to admit he has a big problem with his penis. A Mexican man is not lacking in the size department, but hopes people could show a little more understanding of the difficulties of having the world's biggest penis. Roberto Esquivel Cabrera 52 of Saltillo detailed the problems with having a penis that is nearly 19 inches long. He says that women are afraid and the cause of his elephant walk at the cause of his elephant walk and he cannot have a relationship. He also said his penis which has a 10 inch circumference. That is the killer. You can't play just the tip with a 10-inch circumference. That, that is, I mean, yeah, right? It's, it's, like a, it's like a big can of that Progresso soup. <laughs> I, got a, I, I got a buddy that I grew up with, and he'll remain nameless. But he, he goes by Campbell's. Campbell's. Because, yeah. Yeah, because what he's got hanging there is like a soup can. It's, it's a lot to deal with. I don't think it's easy to go through life with something that's, you know, no. that much. You want, you want a happy medium. Uh, so Cabrera's size would be the largest in the world as his length far extends past current record holder Jonah Falcon of... Howard Stern show fame, who's been measured at 13.5 inches. Yeah, he destroys the record. Right, it's by six inches, five and a half inches. Cabrera is at least hoping to profit off his troubles and become famous for his record penis. He said he would be willing to film 
porn starring his not-so-little friend. Ed, is there anything worse than when some ungrateful person complains about being blessed with a 19 by 10 inch dong? It is, it is, it is amazing. You know, the amount, like, I am a fucking rounding error for that guy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Uh, just thinking of how he beats, he beats the current world record holder by five and a half inches. He beats him by me. (laughs) Yeah, he, he, he's, I'm like the rushing, and I'm, I'm talking I'm the Russian at like nesting full doll. attention, me. Yes, yes, yes. His dong, and then like a whole bunch of smaller dongs with my dong as the as the the, the prize babushka in the middle. <laughs> All right, that's that's how big the human this centipede dong is. version. Also, like I. In there's a video that goes with the story. Yeah, and, I don't even know it, that X-ray. I don't know what's going on there. It was just an x-ray and it like gets the, the interior of it gets much wider towards the tip. Yeah. It looks like some sort of demented brontosaurus that, that x-ray. It's very shocking. I can only imagine what it would look like to see the actual thing. Also, the guy's 52. He's only just now complaining about it. Right, and now he's turning to porn? Like, what was he doing? What was he doing all this time? What's he been doing his whole life? You know what? You know how we were talking, was it last week or the week before, with the guys with the, who do the wristwatch? Like, yes. he, he was just going up to people with, like, belt and just... <laughs> he was like, once the laughs died down, after it, like, milked those jokes, he's like... Yeah, I guess I gotta address this problem. Yeah, that is an issue. But okay, but nobody. Yes. Yeah, nobody's going near that thing. No, of course not. It's massive. Uh, okay. Although I would like to get a look. Like the X-ray was so scary. I can only imagine what the what the a picture of it looks like. Jesus. I mean, yeah. Uh, Ed. Yeah. Some woman in Colorado. She is a a reporter for a local newspaper and she took to YouTube when after getting off the phone with her a local police officer left her a message where he was like hey you know if you want to comment on that story give me a call back whatever he did that thing where he did not push that red button on his iPhone and he just set it down to where the woman was able to hear on her voicemail him remark to one of his colleagues that she had, quote, fucking giant tits. A La Plata County Sheriff's deputy in Colorado thought he had hung up the phone while making a routine call to reporter Chase Oliverius McAllister, but the deputy went on to discuss Miss Oliverius McAllister's breasts with a colleague, calling them, quote, a solid set of D's, probably double D's. 
the police officer. How many? How often yeah. do you? <laughs> how often do you like discuss someone? Like, I feel like if you said she has huge tits, how much more could you discuss? Like, it seems like he had a lot of follow up questions. <laughs> well, I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. It's kind of like when people were like, "It's so weird." I was just thinking about that person, and then they called me. <laughs> yeah. Well, really, it's not that weird because you thought you think about that person much more than you think you do, right, right, right. and it's just sort of coincidental. Right. The same goes like this, where you're like, "What are the odds <laughs> that I would be talking about these huge tits?" When really, you do you talk about that a lot more than you think you do. Yep. The police officer Zach Farnham was caught red-handed when Miss Oliverius McAllister. Uploaded the voicemail to YouTube. Oh, why'd she do that? In, in the audio, he and a colleague can be heard saying that the woman has, quote, giant boobs <laughs> because of all of the fish and chips that British women eat. <laughs> I don't know if there's been studies on yeah, that, but that's, that's again, I'm, I'm no scientist, I'm no doctor. But there's I, better quotes that yeah. his colleague can be heard saying, UK women women have big tits. It's how they're grown over there. I don't know why. Apparently, this woman was not happy because later, the in the conversation, the officer, the other officer, asks the offending officer if she if Miss Oliverius McAllister was hot, and he says, "Not hot." She's got an okay body. Wow, that, that's why she reported all this, right? Right. He later goes on to say she doesn't have a pretty face at all. Uh... Ed, should we feel sorry for this buzzkill journalist's rude <laughs> reaction to a civil servant's obvious compliment overheard while eavesdropping? Yeah. I, I, I would kill for this kind of... Good, good buzz, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like if, yeah. if she's like, eh, he's kind of goofy looking, but he looks like he's packing serious heat. Yes, yes. I would love that. Yeah, I would be so stoked she's about like, that. Yeah, you know, face is not so good, but he's got a great womb broom. <laughs> that would be that would be. No one has ever given me that yeah. compliment, Ed. I, you know, I've been trying to start this rumor and, and, forever. And like you've always said. You just want the rumor. It's not like you really need... I mean, the previous story tells yes. you. Like, you don't want excessive equipment in there. No. But if somebody were just to, like, spread it out there, be like, you know, and a reporter, he's no packing. less. If she said, like, he's packing. His meat he's scepter packing. is exceptional. You'd be like, yes. great. Great, I'm yes. taking it. Taking it. I would love that. Right. Um, And I looked at this chick's pictures. She kind of... She's not that bad. She kind of looks like oh, um, the I didn't actress. Even look up her pictures. What's wrong with I, me? Well, there's not there's not that many. I looked at her Twitter. Okay. Um, she kind of looks like the actress Chloe Sevigny. Oh, she's got the raccoon eyes, right? Yeah, she's which she's not like beautiful, but I guarantee you that this cop right. who was complimenting her big beautiful tits wanted to bang her. Like yeah, he's, you don't he's, talk about tits of somebody yes. you're disgusted by. You never exactly. do. Exactly. Never. And she didn't, like, okay, she's offended by it. It was, a, it was an accident. Like, people say things about other people behind their back 
all the time. Right, but also, don't you think people would kill, like, as much as it hurts and you probably shouldn't hear this, people would kill to hear what people are saying behind closed doors about them. I Personally, I would not. I, 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 don't I don't want to know that. that stuff. I don't want but, that. But you are curious where you stand with people sometimes in work situations. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying she got she got the brutal truth, and it actually was pretty fucking good. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, she's not a fucking supermodel. She's a reporter in Durango, Colorado. She's got right. nice tits. This guy was complimenting her. Yeah. It's it's. If she was offended, she didn't need to go to YouTube about it. Like that—that's—that's yeah. that's a bad guy move, right there. Right. She, she should have sent him. Just s- called him. Sent him. Sent him a gift basket. <laughs> that's right. Or if you're uh, if you're offended by it, send him one of those gift baskets from what's that? Uh, what's that one where you give a flower display made it completely of melon? I hate those. <laughs> that <laughs> hate would those be so that much. would be a way of saying like "fuck you." Right. Unless they want to sponsor the show. Yeah. I hate those people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's, one it's called an my, edible arrangement. Yeah, edible arrangement. Ed. There's one in my town, and I always think, like, that must Who's be the that? ultimate fuck you. Like, if you, you have to acknowledge something, you're like, all right, I'll just give him 19 pounds of melon. You know, fuck it's, that guy. It's so expensive, too. Those edible arrangements are not cheap. I haven't priced it they're out. More than actual, they're more than actual flowers. <laughs> fucking wants that much melon it's just it's, imp- it's all melon it's, and strawberries it's impractical and it's disgusting i mean i like i like strawberry but i don't like 19 pounds of melon and you gotta eat it that day That's like right. it's, all, it's not like it's well all. you know flowers even cut flowers will, will give you a fighting chance for a few days uh, yes. fucking melon will be rotten by the morning that, that melon's ready to go and he, and yeah it's an edible arrangement but it's a bunch of work. You have to unskewer all the pieces of melon yeah. and cut it up. Right. And yeah. Put it in the fridge. And then you've got 1900 shish kebab uh, sticks. You know, just it's it's <laughs> a big right. mess. It's a big it mess. Is. It's a, yeah. It's a rude gift. But that's what that's is. what you would do if you felt slighted by someone. You send them edible arrangements. That's right. Edible. By the way, if anybody knows the edible arrangements people. Yeah. We, we will change our tune. We'll switch the story around. That's right. Ed and I can do amazing commercials for the mm. edible arrangements. Love those edible Pro- arrangements. Promo code, the baller lifestyle. <laughs> okay, Ed. It, it's time. Yeah. We got into this one last week. It was a biggie. Yeah, this was of a course. good one. This was a good one. Of course. One. That's right. I'm talking about the million dollar baller battle. Okay, Ed. Last week, it was the Fort Worth Mengala versus Mrs. Zhao. Of course, we're talking about the, that Dallas, air quotes, neurosurgeon who was like doing coke all night and then operating on his roommate. He was quoted, uh, other doctors were quoted as saying he had no idea of human anatomy at all. And yet he was a neurosurgeon operating on people's spines. Well, he's going to prison or he might be going to prison. We also had last week Mrs. Zhao, the woman in China who when questioned by the TSA or the Chinese version of the TSA. She would not be allowed to board a flight with her duty-free bottle 
of Carvassier. So what'd she do, Ed? She drank the whole fucking bottle. (laughs) An entire bottle of Carvassier. Downed it. Uh, So, of course, the question for our listeners was, for a million dollars, what would you rather do? Get a routine hernia operation from the the Dallas butcher. I can't remember his Mangala. name. Mangala. Mangala. <laughs> or have Mrs. Zhao drive your children to school for a year. We have some reaction, Ed. Let's listen. Let's go. Gents, on the surface, this one is tough. Normally, the safety and well-being of my children is priority one. That being said... The thought of getting out under with a hernia and waking up with my dick sewn to my belly button or something like that trumps pretty much anything. My kid's school is only a block away. I feel like even hammered that drive can be completed with relative ease. Keep up the good work. (laughs) That's from Wes. So that's one vote for Mrs. Zhao. Here's another one. I'd let that quack do a hernia operation on me before I'd let that cognac-swilling drunk drive my kids to school even once, much less for a year. So to recap, last week's million-dollar battle and this week's, only I get to sex my wife, and my kids' lives are more important to me than mine. That's from Ish. Gents, I'm going to go ahead and let that lady drive my daughter to school. There isn't a duty-free shop within two hours of my house. Plus, her school is on my way to work, so I can follow behind if I had any concerns. <laughs> so, like, if there's a burning wreck, he can he can jump in. That is from Dean. Uh, okay, Ed, your thoughts. Give us your take. Who who are you taking for a million dollars? You got? Are you getting surgery from the Mangala, or are you? Is Mrs. Zhao driving your two small children to school? Well, as we established, established Mangala, like he wants you to know he did it. Yeah, he's he's dropped dropped hints, multiple hints. Maybe he's turned over another leaf. Okay, a new leaf. And as much as my kids drive me crazy, and I've been on record many times saying like they they are fucking assholes. They're pretty much the only thing that matter to me. Right. Uh, but like Wes, my kid's school it's like three blocks away, and like Hoboken, like you can't reach maximum speeds. Yeah. So probably nothing happens. But here is the big issue. Tell me. It's not it's not about Zhao uh expecting her to guzzle the entire bottle of cognac every morning. Like that's right. she she's impulsive, but like we we it's we, we don't know what she's up to. The bigger problem I have is that she bought the bottle in the first place. You know, if anyone who's traveled knows you want to keep it light. You certainly don't want to be adding, I mean, $120 bottle, $120 bottle, or 120 pound, right? Is that what it was? Uh, like $200 bottle of cognac right. to add to your, oh, yeah, I just want to make my bags heavier while I'm traveling. And like yeah, that's people crazy. who shop in duty free, like those people that got, get those giant triangular tubes of Toblerone, like what, what's going on? Those are delicious. Yeah. I've never <laughs> had it in my life, but like, I, I, I'm sorry. What, what, why are you adding more to your travels? It's Toblerone is like a is like a triangular um, Nestle's Crunch. I mean, who, it has it has Rice Krispies inside. Who of it. gives a shit? Like you, yeah. there's not enough food. Like 
If you're buying, right. but they sell those things. Those are like three feet tall. People are buying giant there things. Well, I, I believe it was George Costanza, Costanza who said that duty free is the fucking biggest ripoff in retail. You know how much duty is? It's nothing. It's practically, <laughs> there's practically no duty on anything. Right? There's no, there's, do, and yeah, like they don't sell cognac in China or wherever this chick was going. I'm sure they do. Yeah. And you know what? It's probably a lot cheaper because it's probably stolen off some boat somewhere. Yeah, but like what's, who wants to carry more shit when they're traveling? So I, I say that woman is yes. a crazy person and yes. she might murder my kids. I don't know if it's because she's drunk driving or she might just stab them. But like, yes. I'm choosing Mangala and like hoping for the best that he turned over a new leaf. But I'm not. It's a very, it's a very easy surgery. Yeah, I'm hoping for the best. But like, I don't trust. I do not trust a woman that's shopping for big ticket items in duty free. Those those Chinese knockoffs are just as good. Like, pretty much just as good as the real things. Remember when Bryant Gumble went over oh, the there? Clubs. He. T- he tested. He just wanted to show yeah. his golf swing on TV. <laughs> that was that was a whole complicated like HBO Sports yes. had to pay a lot of things. Yeah. Just it was so like a lot of you know travel expenses, a lot of you know hotel stays, just just so he could show off his swing. Yeah, he just he went to China so he could test out all the like knockoff Callaway drivers. Yeah, and you know what? Pretty good. My my drive is still uh, three hundred yards. Yeah, just yeah, pretty good. Went, pretty good. Went just as far as mm-hmm. his driver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bottom line is, I'm not getting any surgery from any fucking weirdo. There's, you know, how many airbags there are in cars now? <laughs> she would have to go crazy. Like a car is as safe as it's ever been. We're not. There's, there's no Corvairs on the road. There's no more Pintos anymore. Pretty much every car out there is the safest fucking place you can be all the time. But, Brian, what's going on inside the car? That's the problem. She's crazy. She's probably a little nuts, but you know what? She's very convicted in her beliefs. And, yeah, she drank an entire bottle of cognac in the line for TSA, but you know what? She felt like that was the right thing to do. And if she's trying to drive my kids to school, <laughs> I feel like she's going to, no one's going to get in her she's, way. She's the moral compass. She is going to, she's going to get them there safely nearly every time, like eight times out of 11. <laughs> I don't have any problem with Mrs. Al. Okay, Ed, this week, we have another one. Okay. This week we found out about 24-year-old Iki Kotsugai. This guy's a Tokyo graduate student whose wife was apparently having a romance with a co-worker. So he burst into the guy's office, beat the man senseless, pulled down his pants, and snipped off his penis with the garden shears. <laughs> See, if this would have been the, that Roberto guy from before, he could, have, he could have snipped off half of it, and he'd still have the biggest dick on his block. Easy. He then... Flushed, to add insult to injury, Ed, he flushed the severed genital, genitals down the toilet. So he didn't give him a chance. He gave- <laughs> this, this isn't like Lorena Bobbitt with yeah. the found on the side of the road. Yeah. Although, she just threw it into an open field. She was driving. Yeah, she threw yeah. it out of the car. It, like, the old, uh, that would be pretty cool to be following somebody who has the hook shot out of the window, and it's just a penis flying through the air. 
It's wasn't it wasn't much of a penis, by the way. He was no he was no Roberto. What's that guy's name? Yeah, uh, Ed. This um, police arrested the guy. Apparently, Kotsugai is a former university boxer. He was charged with inflicting bodily harm. The condition of the victim. An unidentified 42-year-old lawyer was not known, although, I mean, the guy doesn't have a dick. The, the condition is bad to quite yeah. bad. Yes, I would say grave. <laughs> the guy's in grave condition. <laughs> Kotsugai's wife was reportedly present when her husband charged in and began punching the paramour in the, fair, in the face. Okay, next story, Ed. Okay. Have you heard of Nazi chic? I actually have heard of this. It's yeah. It's a, it's a thing in Asia. It's a it's a trend in Asia where people dress like Nazis on purpose. And it's not to, like to like look cool. Not subtle like, "Oh, I'm just wearing a brown dress shirt today." Like No, they dress like actual no, Nazis. No, like full full armband, you know, swastika stuff. Yeah. Known widely as Nazi chic. Korea and China, it's fashionable to dress up like Nazi officers in wedding photos. <laughs> God. A Hong Kong store once hung Nazi banners throughout the shop. In India, a Hitler boutique with a swastika dotting the eye opened in, recently. In India? Yeah, in Indonesia, a bar named after a Parisian Nazi hangout was decked out with Hitler quotes and Third Reich flags. Ed, this is apparently a big deal, and it's biggest in Thailand, where some Thai students had a Nazi-themed parade, and there was there was a, a, a school held an SS rally, some some Thai language books that use Hitler in their exercises, and, and a Bangkok KFC knockoff briefly called itself Hitler, and used the Führer's face. In place of Colonel Sanders, oh, I, don't know, I don't know what's going on here, but apparently it's a trend. So here's what I'm going to put out to the listeners: for the sum of one million dollars, would you rather hike the Appalachian Trail with the boxer who cut off that guy's dick? <laughs> full, I don't know how long that takes. Full hike. It's, a, it's full hike. It's though. a few weeks. Yeah. it's a few weeks, and you got to rely on each other. This isn't one of those one hour and then we turn around things. No, no, no. This, this is you got to bring provisions. And you need help. You're gonna along have. The you're way. gonna have to go to sleep around this person. Yeah, every night, every night for like two and a half weeks. Yeah. yeah. You do that, or for a million dollars, would you dress exclusively in Nazi regalia for you know, an entire year? <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to go on a hike with this guy for three weeks along the Appalachian Trail, but you're going to work every day. You know, you can't call in sick for a year. You got to go to work, and you can't explain why you're doing it. Yeah, like if you're playing softball, okay, you can change into like to go to the gym. You can change, but you got to wear what, like one of those Nazi hats or the armband. You cannot. There's not. You have to have one piece of Nazi regalia <laughs> on your person. At all times, even in your PJs, you get in bed, you need to put that little Hitler mustache on, you just, the, yeah. the toothbrush. You know, you don't see, besides Michael Jordan, you don't really see anybody rocking that mustache. Well, the Char- time to... There was Charlie Chaplin. And the time to make a donuts guy. <laughs> oh, that's right. 
That's right. <laughs> like he, the commercial. He got a free pass, and I remember as a kid being like, hey, this guy's got the Hitler mustache. And, like, nobody said anything. Like, it was cool for Hitler and the time to make the donuts Dunkin' Donuts guy. We were cool you know, with it was, it was a It was a popular look. And you know, like the steampunks and the and yeah. the hipsters, right. they they bring back like the nineteen twenties, like baseball player curly mustache. That's back, yeah. Or that, or the or the sideburns that connect into the mustache. That's that's going to yeah, be the, a thing. The Chester A. Arthur. Yeah, but no one, no one besides Michael Jordan in a commercial yeah. is bringing back the toothbrush mustache, which was a very very popular look before our man A hits. Rocked it for the Reich back in the day. It's a bit shocking. Yeah. Okay, so we'll take your submissions. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You guys reach out. You let me know. For a million dollars, would you rather hike the Appalachian Trail with a boxer who cut off that guy's dick or dress exclusively in Nazi regalia for an entire year? Reach out. Let me know. Okay, Ed, it is time. We've done our job for the day. The heavy lifting... We- of the early part is over. Uh, okay, she joins us now. <clears throat> it is time for Fancy Pop with our very own pop culture correspondent, the one, the only, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy Sauce? Hey, I'm Fancy. Good. Hi. Um, Looks like I'm the only one without a drink. Well... Ed, do you have a drink? No. No, I drink I drank about two gallons of water because it's like ninety degrees for the last two days. I'm just sweating. Oh yeah. Nasty. Humid. It's Awful. very humid. Is it? It's very East Coast gets humid. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like humid. I don't think it goes below about seventy percent humidity on top of the the high temperature. So it's so much yeah. so gross. So much humidity on the eastern seaboard. Uh, okay, we have some before we get into our pop culture segment where we talk about everything that happens in the world of celebrity news movies gossip we need to do some life coaching because we're life coaches here we can help you out reach out to us let us know your relationship issues your sexual issues i noticed that a lot of people's sexual issues are how much pussy they're getting have you guys noticed that? Like yeah. everyone yeah, issues, that reaches, issues. Everyone that reaches out to us is like, guys, I don't know what to do. I'm fucking so many girls. I'm, I don't know if I should keep fucking the young girls or start fucking yeah. some older girls. One I'm drowning like, in women. Help, yeah, one, help, SOS. One girl, one guy's like, I'm fucking this Swedish stewardess, and she's so hot, and she loves to have sex with me that she wants to to sweep me away and pay for me to have this lifestyle gallivanting around the world, but she's not that hot. What should I do? That was actually kind of a legitimate question. I wonder where he's going with that. A lot of non-problems, but we love coaching. Yes, we will coach you up. Sex, relationship, life, and here's one. Here's one that's a little off the board for us. Dear Life Coaches, I would like to get your learned opinion on an issue regarding domestic order. What are your opinions on the necessity of making one's bed up daily? I usually split the difference between making it up all the way and rolling out without touching the bed until my head hits the pillow again by straightening the sheets and sort of pulling them back a bit on the corner a la hotel turndown service. I do this mainly. Here, here it comes. Yeah. 
so that should I lure some unlucky lady back to my lair some evening. I like that it's real clandestine, like it's a real awful place to go. She won't think I'm a complete slob. Signed, Buffalo Bill. But I'll admit that it does feel a little better to get into a semi-made bed on the off-sober evening when I might care about such things. There is this one woman who occasionally favors my company who basically calls me a pussy for doing even this minimal amount of work. But once I went to her house and I learned to completely disregard her opinion about most matters since she basically lives in squalor even though she has plenty of money, including domestic employees that take care of her brood. Where do you all come out on this issue, and does your opinion change depending on whether you are married with kids, in a leave-it-to-beaver-style living situation, or a single adult male of the approximate age of the host of the show? This is from Ryan in Houston. He notes the second one. I believe there is another. Yes, we have two Ryan in Houstons now. Okay, that's pretty long. Kate, you are a woman. Your thoughts? You should make your bed. Of course. Uh, what are you even thinking, dude? Yes. Unless you're four, you should make your bed. Make, it's about self-respect. Get up in the morning, you make your fucking bed. Like, your home, the place that you dwell, is a direct reflection of that's you. That's right. That's right. You're going to bring broads back there. You're going to want them to get even into if that you're, bed. Even if you're not. You said that partially making your bed makes you feel good yeah imagine what completely making it would feel like make your bed ryan ed daly your thoughts i feel great and i haven't made my bed once as an adult not once (laughs) someone else makes it (laughs) nope you the bed goes unmade every day the bed has never been made in our adult lives uh we do we do have a uh uh a cleaning lady that comes. So she'll every make... day? No, no, no. She'll come like once a month. So once a month, <laughs> once a month, you have a maid bed. How I mean, often for do what? you wash what? your sheets, Ed? Uh, when I the mean, cleaning I... lady comes. No, I mean it. It gets washed when it gets washed. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He said Ed's, Ed's not real <laughs> dialed in on what's happening there. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm the one who's washing it usually. But I, I'm sheets a good guy. Once a week. I would say I would say I would say it does get washed once a week. You know, once every if I had to average it out, nine days, eight days. But no, that's okay. Bed bed does not get made. Um, ever is, not ever. I'll tell you this because you know what? I, I'm not giving yeah. grant towards my fucking bedroom. Guess who goes into my bedroom? My no. wife and me. That's it. That's it. It is so much nicer to get into a made bed where the sheets are pulled tight. Where everything's not messed up because you fucking mess a bed up when you sleep in it. And it doesn't take very much to make it. You get up, you get out of bed, especially if you sleep alone. <laughs> you pull that shit tight. You is throw it, those pillows on there. Is yes. it so difficult to just, you know, lay down and just pull the sheets back up? No. Like, no, it's not the same. It's not the same thing. You know, it's not the same thing. Like, you get into a bed at a hotel. Yeah, and, and they break your ankles. Fucking good. Your ankles hurt. Oh yes, oh yes, yes. It's very, it's very cumbersome. It hurts. It, it, it hurts. hurts. It hurts. It hurts. They to tuck get into it a in made too bed. Tight. Ed, you big suck. Ed, uh, that's two to one, 
Ryan and Houston, right. make your fucking bed. Yeah, you bring will, some bra. I'm, I'm going to take advice from you guys. And you tweet us a picture. Yes, that's you right. Want to see if, if, if I were single, if I were single and I was bringing chicks back, yes. You would make your bed. That's my right. bed would be made. But, like, my wife doesn't care and I don't care. And there is nobody who's getting the tour of the bedroom because nobody gives a shit except for me and my wife. So Where the magic if, happens? If neither of us care, what? Wh- why do I yeah. need to make my bed? Hey, hey I... To each his own, Ed. I don't. I would. I like getting into a made bed. Okay, that's my thing. I like the look of a made bed. Me too. Mm, good for you. It just looks like I like to keep a nice house. Everything's yeah, kind of like, like tur- in place. I like and turn- neat and tidy. I like turning that shit down. Yeah. Getting into it. I like a, a fresh bed every day. Ryan, make your fucking bed, especially if you're trying to bring broads into it. <laughs> if you're single, uh, make your bed. You know yeah, what? If you're, especially if you're single. Otherwise, yeah, other, who yeah. really gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you're Ed Daly, don't make your bed. Uh, okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is going on in Fancy Pop? Um, I was going to talk a bit about the VMAs, the Video Music Awards on MTV Sunday night. Ed, are you familiar with... Did, did you know the VMAs happened? Um... I, I saw a buzz the next day on social media, but I didn't watch because I'm not 11. Like, you, nobody gives when, a shit about awards or you, videos, for that matter. Do you remember when... your when, kids get a little bit bigger, they might. Our do, kids no, are really no. into I'm, it. I'm, I'm actually Swift, raising my kids to be like, human their favorites. No. I, was up, I was upstairs watching the Dodgers get no hit. Um, but do you remember when you were a kid? This was a big fucking deal, the VMAs. When you were, like, nope. 12 years old? No. Yeah. Nope. Never oh, yeah. gave a shit. I, Never oh, was. I did. I remember, uh, I remember, I remember very distinctly a lot of like big, like I remember when Tom Petty played with Guns N' Roses, that was a big deal. I remember Andrew Dice Clay coming out and getting fucking super, it was, it used to be like a dangerous thing and now it is fucking so disgusting and overtly sexual and the music is shit. Everybody lip syncs. <laughs> Or didn't the they VMAs. always? I don't think that everyone no. I mean, lip syncs their whole doesn't, songs. Doesn't, not every performance. Didn't I mean Madonna from when we were kids? Sure. Didn't didn't she always lip sync? Like but, isn't that kind of thing? But bands would come out and play. Like you would. Yes, there would be some lip syncing happening, but there would be actual live music performed at some point. And I don't think that I. Of course, I didn't watch, but I don't think that happens anymore. Also, there's no. I've never heard of anyone. There's some. There was someone called Fetty Wap. Yeah, which, she's Trap Queen. Which you won an award. Which sounds to me like a derogatory name <laughs> for an Italian guy. He's he's a real fetty wop. But what do I know? Uh, okay, what 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 happened on the, the VMAs? Kate? Okay, three things happened. The, First vi- of the all, video music awards. Yeah, Kanye West, who Ed loves. Um, who after receiving the coveted. Vanguard Award, right? It was it was presented well, for to what him. song or what for what? No, it's like it's, it's like, like a, a lifetime achievement. Yeah, um, presented to him by Twi- Taylor Swift. Because so they, she, I happen to know they once beefed. Okay, so he took one of his famous rants to the next level, perhaps in the most insane, crazy acceptance speech of all time. It went for twelve minutes. 
And it was kind of more of an apology and a public humbling for the infamous rushing was of the it, stage. Was it longer than uh, Ed Daly's explanation <laughs> of RG3's career? Can you, can you please just delete that? Yeah. I'm not, not because I'm uh, not proud of it, because I stand by it, but why include it? Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Kate, continue. Where was I? I don't know. Okay, so he was an apology and a public humbling for his infamous rushing of the stage, snatching oh, Taylor Swift's mic during her right. acceptance speech that's right. at the same award show six years ago. That's right. Okay, he has copped a lot of shit for doing that. That's right. Um, whenever Taylor Swift well, and Kanye... pretty fucking douchey. Just, it was, it was. Yeah. So he also fucked over my, my guy, Beck. This was his long what, apology. What? Yeah. But what was... What, why did he... What does he have to do with Beck? Okay, Oh, at, at, like the Grammys. I'm going to say this wrong, Ed, but at the Grammys, he like gave an award to Beck. Like Beck won the like album of the year or whatever, and he went on at a long Grammys. rant about how he didn't deserve that award and Beyonce should have got no, it. Beyonce, and, he but was, like on stage, no, he was saying Beyonce should have received the award that Taylor won six years ago at a different award show. Oh. Anyway, he got up on stage and he, he grabbed Beck, I Taylor's... I think he said Beyonce both times. He might have. He uh-huh. grabbed Taylor's mic and started... He overtook her acceptance speech. It was, it was, it was not cool. Yeah. Anyway, so this, this time he was... You know, it was a long speech where he was kind of like very humble and apologizing. And in one of the most talked about lines of the night, he says, I have decided in 2020 to run for president. And I think he was dead serious. 20, there's no 20 there's no indication that he wasn't serious um, and he also said I think this was pretty telling about that incident with Taylor Swift he said I just wanted people to like me more mm, a little and guess little, what that's why he does everything and guess what they it do. worked yeah. it worked yeah but he admitted it yeah good for anyway. he's I feel like he has demons that he has he there's something well he's such a contradiction I think, think that's what makes him interesting that's why that's why a lot of people excel to to, to become so successful they driven by demons aspire to achieve these great things because they don't feel good about themselves on the inside yeah possibly so, so good for him for sure I, I um, hope he runs for president but it is I a might great, vote for him it is a great move some maniac like that to say 2020 that's so far in the future that like yeah. you know four years from now people are like hey what about that presidential bid and be like oh, oh yeah yeah i mean it's not that far no in comment the future. but it's but he's an entertainer so it's it doesn't really matter away. he could just be like oh no i'm um promoting this new album or something you know like no well, one's gonna hold anything. no one's gonna hold him to it because it's such a fucking crazy thing but i hope he does it that would be interesting um, should we talk about Miley? Miley Cyrus, uh, um, she hosted the I can't get past VMAs. her gums. Yeah, she's so so gross. I mean, I haven't looked at her recently, but that whole stretch where she kept putting out her tongue, does she still yes, do that? She, I think she still no. does that. Um, and now no. she, she didn't it's do not it so sexy much. at all. Now, no, now she gross. shows her tiny little breasts constantly. She she's very masculine. Her annoying attention-seeking self. Yeah. Constant references to smoking weird. Um, a million different weird outfits, which I'm fine with. At least that's creative. Um, tons of lesbian references, flashing her nipple, just general mildness. Um, and I feel like she thinks all this stuff makes her more interesting and outrageous, but it comes across as trying too hard. Oh, um, totally. I'm not sure why Wayne Coyne made her his muse. Yeah, I, 
from the flaming lips yeah she's like partnered with the flaming lips and so she can have some maybe indie cred i'm not really sure but i really really i just can't i can't stomach her at all so during um the telecast Nicki minaj accepted an award when she was done she called miley cyrus out on stage threw some shade for an interview that Miley gave last week to the New York Times in which she said Minaj's comments slamming the year's nominations weren't very nice. And so Nicki Minaj finishes her speech and says, and now back to this bitch that had a lot to say about me in the press. Miley, what's good? And Miley Cyrus is all taken aback. Um, But she handled it pretty well. She said, we're all in this industry. We all do interviews. We know how they all manipulate shit. Um, congratulations, Nikki. And that was it. But that was like a tense moment. It seemed very staged to me. I, 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 I did some research and I couldn't find any evidence that it was staged. Yeah. She, well, just that Nikki's like anger was like, it was real. Miley Cyrus's response. She, she seemed very ready. Yeah. For that in my opinion, uh, because it seems like if somebody attacked thing, you on though, stage if like you, that. If you knew that Miley was, uh, sorry, that Nikki was possibly going to come at you, like you'd, you'd at an ready. after party. You'd be ready. You'd be ready with you'd something ready. to say. Anyway. I don't know anything about Nicki Minaj. I don't know one thing. I don't know. I couldn't, I don't know she her songs. Like a, she seems like a clown. I don't know if she raps. I don't, I don't know, know if her, she sings. Yeah. I don't know if her booty's real. She's a hip-hop I don't know. artist. I don't know anything about her. But every time I've seen her perform your daughter is, knows all the words to her song anaconda i've only seen her perform maybe two times for 30 seconds each uh-huh. both times she fucking grabs her pussy like it's porn. she does do a lot of crotch grabbing like is that that should that be on tv probably like, not what kind of era are we living in that people are just looking at the camera spreading their legs wide open and just fucking grabbing their pussy like She's look gross. at it like, I, I don't. She's gross. I kind of like it when Marshawn Lynch dives in the end zone and grabs the his crotch. The guys have been grabbing their crotch like Michael Jackson for years. It's not okay. I mean, for it's kind of cool. When he's hey, when, when he's same as touchdown. Michael Jackson era. That's exactly right. Same with right. Madonna, like a virgin. She was doing yeah. that. Was she? So yes, this has been going on for thirty years. Well, I don't like. This it. is like commentary <laughs> from like a Brian grandfather. Right I don't. I, I swear Jesus to God, I've never Christ. noticed this before. <laughs> I never, I never noticed yeah, anybody. I don't give a, a shit like about this. Nicki Minaj. She's probably been on some songs I know, but like overall, like she's just you know part of the machine. But like if you're talking about crotch grabbing, that's this has been going on for not one decade, but three decades. I feel like it's gotten worse. I feel like Brian feels like it's more overtly sexual when she does I, it. Yes, than he's ever noticed. Uh, I've before. only seen her twice, and she just she gets with. her legs wide open and she just grabs her yeah, pussy, and I was nasty. like, whoa. Calm down, um, then lady. lastly, performing at the VMAs for the first time in, I think, five years, Justin Bieber got so overwhelmed after his performance. Is that, that true? He, he broke down in tears. <laughs> so he hasn't performed there since he was like nine? Yeah, since he had that haircut. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, he broke overwhelmed down Overwhelmed with what? Like, why um, is he crying? I think that the last time he performed, he was booed. Is that and true? And I think he's... Um, Tried to re- so hard trying to rehab his image, and everyone was cheering for him. I think he was just he was he said he was overcome with emotion. He was crying. He was like covering his face with his hands, and he like had a full breakdown. Um, I don't know anything about Justin Bieber. He seems like a huge douche. He's always getting tickets in his um, Lamborghini and shit. Yeah, I, I've heard some stories, but that sound like he's a huge douche. He probably is a huge douche, but 
a couple of the skateboarding Instagrams I follow. Well, he's friends with Shaq's. Like, he, they're bros. Justin Bieber can skate. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. He can do like heel flips mm-hmm. and he's like pretty good. Yeah. So I give him respect. Anyway, that was a VMAs. That D- was my does, VMAs roundup. Does he grab his dick ever? Mm, I think I feel like so. He's got much dick. I think so. Is that it, Kato? Um, I have an OJ Simpson update. Oh, I'm always down for those. OJ, who's currently serving up to 33 years in prison at Lovelock Correctional Facility in Nevada. For, for, stealing, kid- for stealing his own football cards. Kidnapping and armed robbery. Um, has lately been calling friends, begging for money to be deposited into his commissary account. Um, so he can get honey buns. I watch MSNBC lockup. I know the how these first things work. Few years he wants honey buns. Prison, there was a steady stream of letters and money from women, which has kind of dried up. Um, and... It's not a huge priority for his kids to deposit money into his account. So, um, yeah, he needs the money to keep other inmates ha- happy and off his back, apparently. Super bummed for him. Um, earlier this what kind of prison is he in? I don't is know. he in, like, maximum? Like, is, I, I, is he earlier getting... this year, prison He's officials broke prison. up a fight it's between pr- Simpson and a white supremacist, um, some sex offender guy, Travis Woe, who had to be um, transferred to another correctional facility. Oh, they let it. We I learned from the Jared story. I don't think OJ's having fun. that. A, that is that a child molester is called a chomo in prison, <laughs> and it's the lowest thing you can be, and you don't get any. Get, it should be the lowest thing you can be. Of course, I'm glad it that prison be, has a higher. But is he going to get? Yeah. Is he going to get one of those deals where he doesn't quite? have to go to jail as a child molester? or Is he going to get the real deal? Oh, I don't know. Well. What I read is that he's he he's going to federal prison, and in federal prison, there's a couple federal prisons. Who are you talking about, Jared? Oh, Jared, just for child molesters, because there's because they're not going to kill each other for being a child right. molester. Right. So you go. They kill put each them. Other there's reasons. one in Tucson, and there's another one maybe in Florida, and they go. They put all the child molesters in the child molester prisons, but there's. So many of them that they can't all go there, but they're pretty much off limits. But they don't, they're not allowed to do like watch TV and stuff because the other prisoners like put a cap on it. But I feel like Jared's a celebrity, so he's just going to be like by himself. Yeah, I just, I hope it's an unfortunate couple of years for him. You know what? Because he didn't, he's not going to get many years, right? Well, they said the plea is going to get him at least, I think, five. Five to twelve. Okay, that's good. For, yeah, that's having good child pornography on his computer. No, he or... had sex with. Yeah, I children. I thought I thought he was only going to get pinched for having child pornography. So he has which no, been mean like for not so much raping a minor. I think he's pleading to one of each. So one child, not raping. Just one. But is there? Can we yeah. can we add on a few years for the smell of of uh, subway? Agreed. What about the pants? Like, is there... They should make him wear the Jared pants in prison. The big ones? Yeah. The fat pants. Like, he can't... They're like, you can't... You don't... He, like, he, the day he no, goes to get his uniform... No, they should make him get fat again. Yeah, well, so he will. Yeah. keep eating until he well, fits gonna, those pants. Because he's got tons of money. Or they treat him like uh, in the movie Seven when they, they overfed the guy, Glutton. He's a pitch man for Subway. You think he gets paid that much? They said his net worth is like $18 million. Holy shit. Yeah. If you're a commo- if you're a national commercial spokesman, yeah. it's it you make so much money. How do they choose him? Also, he does speaking tours 
I mean, not anymore. Not very good vetting on Subway's behalf. Yeah. You know, and for... I read something today, too, that Josh Duggar had... Some documents have come to light that show that Duggar had sex with a 12-year-old. Oh, my God. I need to that doesn't look into me. that some more. Uh, it's all he's horrendous. He's the one who just molested his... He molested his he, he molested his siblings, yeah. right? Yeah. And then it was a big deal that he was he on... Like he, was on Ash, he was on up because... He was on Ashley Madison. And they're like, a fundy family. Oh, my that, God. He's on Ashley Madison. And I'm like... Yeah, he also diddled his fucking sisters. So who fucking cares? Yeah. If Ashley he's... Madison. Ashley Madison's way that's, less. That's bad. not. That's not illegal. No. Uh, yeah. So OJ, I feel sorry for OJ, except that I don't because he murdered people, and it was just OJ did his murdering like just at the right time when people were way too stupid. Like there was no CSI on TV. Yeah, they, I mean. There was so much reason to be skeptical. It was only a 99.9% chance of the DNA evidence being real. I don't know. There is that .01. His blood was at the crime scene, and the victim's blood was in his car. And yet, he he was not convicted. But I feel like these days, we're all fucking DNA experts. Like, there's no explaining it away, the cross contamination and all this bullshit that they pulled back then. Like, it's impossible to have your fucking blood at the crime scene and their blood in your car. Experts know a lot more now than they did back then. Yes. He would never have gotten and away from Also, that. they got this. But what kind of an idiot forget. gets away with murder? And then steals and then his own football cards ends back? ends up in prison for something else. Yeah. Yeah. The, the biggest crime is he didn't commit this in South Africa. Because I, I just read that. Oscar Pistorius is now about to be transferred to his dad's mansion yeah. for like a few his months. His uncle's. And he's yeah. done. Yeah, he did like 10 months. He did like yeah. 10 That's months. Horrendous. And it's a little bit sadder. And I, I, I'm, I'm very shallow. I'll admit this. Yeah. It's sadder that he murdered such a beautiful woman. Like the, his girlfriend... Oh, Oscar. Oscar. Reva. Reva. Reva yeah. Right? Nicole Steve Brown Camp. was a beautiful woman, she too. She was pretty, too. That's for sure. Uh, she was handsome. She was handsome. <laughs> they were both. She was, a, she was pretty. She, she was, was attractive. Pretty, yes. She was handsome. Yes. And the, uh, Fred Goldman's son had a lot of hair gel. But they were, you know, didn't deserve <laughs> they, to die. They were having sex. And that's yeah. what OJ didn't like. Yeah. OJ did not like that. Okay. Let's wrap it up. Is that it, Kate? That's it. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Episode 85 in the books. We appreciate it, everyone. Until next week, for Ed Daly, for Kate McManus, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. See you next week. Goodbye.